call me chief, knock a homer, you can't beat it with a bat. Dropping bombs, atomic dog, I can never chase the cat. Keep the spotlight on me, it will never fade the black. If I speak it, then I mean it, I will never take it back. My demeanor's like a king, I'm leaving niggas in the trap. What it do, what it do, what's happening, guys? Welcome into the Creating Space Podcast. Crazy couple of games in the NFL last night. I'm not sure when you guys are hearing this, but last night we had uh, the wild card round playoffs uh, in the NFL. Let's see, we had Houston in the Bills. What a crazy game. Deshaun Watson went nuts in the second half. J.J. Watt, super resilient, uh, coming off of that uh, pectoral surgery and injury that he had a, to play like 70-something percent of the downs. Crazy win there in Houston coming back from behind. Looks like Buffalo's turning the ship around, though. Um, I I think I became became a little bit of a fan of Josh Allen last night. And lastly, like I think as well as we're seeing Deshaun Watson kind of step into the spotlight, we're seeing a guy, Tom Brady, maybe exiting the scene. That was crazy to see uh, the Tennessee Titans come in to New England and knock the goat um, in that powerhouse dynasty, which is the New England Patriots off. I mean, crazy turn of events here in the NFL. Can't wait to watch the games today. I think, uh, who do we have? Seahawks are playing the Eagles. Got to put your money on Russell Wilson and them boys, especially with beast mode back in the building. Hold my duke. Man, that YouTube video was one of my favorite all time. My brother and I still say it to each other. And uh, let's see, what other games do we have? We got the Minnesota Vikings uh, playing Drew Brees. Um, man, talk about one of the goats, Drew Brees. I, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel uh, about Drew Brees losing any games in this playoffs. I think it might be their year. Should have been last year. They got demolished by that terrible uh, non-call and that pass interference against the Rams in the playoff uh, divisional round. Man, anyways, let me get over my NFL love. You guys know I'm a fanatic, so let me uh, back up off the NFL for a bit for those of you who are not fans. Anyways, Creating Space Kiowa is coming up. Just a couple of slots left still available Um, for those of you who are looking to get away for a weekend develop personally and professionally i know you've heard me talk about it before but let me go deep really quickly all right individuals who are perfect and most ideal for this creating space experience look personal brands small business owners course creators solopreneurs any individual that is looking to take their content marketing to the next level in 2020 uh and there's as well you know they love to get sweaty um they want to come together build network exercise well eat well for a weekend go deep super, super deep in content marketing strategies. I'm talking about launch tactics that that are proven profitable for your business. I'm talking about journey marketing techniques, which I'll talk a little bit more about today. I'm talking about how to build a, a following of, of people that really love your products and your brand, uh, as well as we're going to talk about how to narrow down your message and master your message so you know exactly who you're talking to every single day day when it comes to your blue chip customers. These are things that will completely change your business because you're becoming polarizing. No longer are you trying to, uh, you're trying to speak to the masses. You're speaking specifically to your ideal client and you're bringing them and attracting them to you along the way. So that's Creating Space Kiowa, March 5th through the 8th. If you want to get involved with that, quick little text message to begin the application, application process. You're just going to pull out your phone, 
open up the text box. Uh, 31996 is the number, and you're going to shoot the text CS Retreat. So shoot CS Retreat, all one word, to 31996 in the text box. And without any further ado, man, this journey marketing theory is something that I am in love with. I'm seeing people execute it at a high, high level, and I really learned about it to uh, and the power of it when I started working with Charlie Rocket. He, he kind of put me on this game, and ever since then, it's completely shifted the paradigm by which I approach uh, my social media, and I can see it work over and over and over again in other people's approaches. And it's just uh, catering to the psychology of humans. Um, And man, I can't wait to deliver this to you. So without any further ado, guys, let's get it. All right, all right, all right. Journey marketing, man. I'm real excited to go deep on journey marketing because it wasn't until I started working with Charlie Rocket back in the beginning of last year that I actually saw the power of journey marketing when it was utilized. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with Charlie's story, guy was a former hip hop manager, Grammy award winning, multi-million dollar hip hop manager, managed the guy, you know, the names of Two Chains, Travis Porter, Young Dolph, RIP Bankroll Fresh. Guy had multiple merch companies that were seven-figure earners. The guy, he just did incredible things in the hip-hop game uh, from about the late uh, 2009s all the way to 2017. So almost 10 years in the game that he had, maybe a little bit more than that. And uh, along the way, what was impressive was he did it while sort of uh, focusing all his time and all of his energy on just business. And he was not worried about his health. He was not worried about his, uh, his mental wellness. And along the way, he built himself literally to 305 pounds through poor eating habits, uh, lack of fitness and, and exercise and so on and so forth. And, uh, a couple of years ago, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Now, Anytime you're in a really uh, precarious position like that, you're going to make life-altering changes to change your lifestyle, right? You, you know, if your life's on the line, you're going to need to make a big shift. And so he had to, okay? And the first shift he made was he had to walk away from his business. Guy retired from uh, being a manager in the hip-hop industry, uh, moved, completely shifted his life, moved out to California, became vegan, and decided, I want to run a marathon, Okay. So he takes people along this journey of him going from 305 to running a marathon, ends up running a marathon and then another one and then another one, documenting his process the whole way. And along the way, he's dropping weight. Turns out runs five marathons and he's thinking, what's next? I've taken people on this journey. I'm beginning to lose weight. What's next? So anything bigger than a marathon for a 305 pound guy has got to be a triathlon. I want to be a triathlete. My childhood dream, he said, was to be an athlete. And if he could be a triathlete, he could be a top uh, individual, in, you know, top athlete uh, by percentage on the planet. Only a small percentage of people on the planet actually finish a triathlon. So he goes out, takes people on a journey, and uh, and over the course of like six, eight months, transfer an Ironman, 
goes to New Zealand, runs the Ironman, and he's documented the entire process. So the interesting thing about that initial journey, that initial process is that he was carrying people that were initially with him from hip hop, hip hop management into the marathons. He was carrying them with him. And then he was beginning to soak up more audience as he was becoming an Ironman and taking people along the Ironman process and people that are interested in his story, inspired by him, watching him, you know, grow in his physique and, and, uh, and I guess shrink in his size are sharing it. It's super. The high shareability index is really high. People are learning about his journey, discovering him. And he's seeing the power of, of what happens when just like a movie, when you take a hero who wants something and you put them through a journey and you document the journey of them going through the highs and the lows of what it takes to get their, their goal or their intended, um, their intended victory, right? He sees the power of what that does when it comes to rallying a fan base. So across the next two years, Charlie goes from Grammy award winning hip hop manager to first journey becoming a marathoner to then becoming an Ironman to then deciding he wanted to bike across America to then deciding he wanted to build a successful podcast. And so, uh, along the way, he utilized journey marketing to acquire over 130,000 raving fans who loved what he represented and loved his mission, his journey, uh, and the stories that he had acquired along the way that he shares on his podcast and on many other podcasts. So. Charlie is not the only example. I'm just going to help you understand the power of where journey marketing sort of fell into my awareness. And this is why I want to share this with you because it's one of the most powerful uh, tactics that you can use to cut through the noise. You want to cut through the noise, be able to be discovered with your business or your brand or your message, and you want a high shareability index. And journey marketing is exactly what you want to do. So let's start from breaking it down. Why is journey marketing important and why does it work? First and foremost, guys, the reason it's called social media is because we need to connect with those on the other sides of screens. It, it, it is for us to be social, it's for us to share, and it uh, is for us to connect. So the first and most important foundational piece you've got to recognize and realize is that, man, social media is made for connection. There's over 1 billion users on Instagram. There's over 2.5 billion users on Facebook. The entire world, it feels like, or at least uh, you know, a 20 to 30% of the entire world is connected to social media. This is something that's very primal. We are built as tribal animals to connect Right. So we're tapping into this deep need and desire in humans to connect, to watch uh, each other, to learn from each other, to be entertained by each other and uh, and so on and so forth. Now, that's the power of the positive side of social media. And I'm only going to you know, there's tons of negative sides. But I, for, for this story, I'm going to stay on the positive side of what journey marketing can truly do. Now, we want to connect. We know that. But why journey marketing works is just like I said before, you are framing your entire social media content to be delivered like a movie. Think about it. You get into a movie and you sit down and uh, you kind of know, ex- you know, to a degree what it is you're going to be watching. You've seen some previews. Okay. In this context, somebody might've told you, Hey, go check out this individual. He's doing X, Y, and Z. It's pretty interesting right? So you go in and you sit down at the movie and all of a sudden the movie begins. 
And nobody is clapping for the hero at the beginning of the movie, ever. You've never seen a guy stand up or a girl stand up at the very beginning of a movie and begin to clap, standing applause. You've never seen that in your life, right? And this is what you have to understand when you begin uh, journey marketing in these tactics is that no one is going to celebrate and get excited for you in the beginning when you begin this process. Actually, it's going to be so polarizing when you say to someone, you're going to do something big, right? Like running a, 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 an Ironman triathlon, right? Or for instance, like Mike Posner, who just finished, who walked across America from the Atlantic to the Pacific over the course of eight months. Or like Andy Frisella, when he decided to go 75 days straight with two workouts, drinking a gallon of water a day, no alcohol, and he took, you know, over 1 million people along with him. Or, uh, you know, Charlie Rocket, when he decides he wants to bike across America, okay? Or something very, very small and business-like where, maybe an example, I'm doing 30 days, 30 podcasts, or I'm taking people on a journey of raising a thousand uh, reviews for the podcast, okay? I just fell on awareness of a guy right now who's doing 30 NBA Jumbotrons in 30 days, and he's absolutely gone from 100 followers to 17,000 followers on his Instagram. And these people just want to see him win. They're celebrating, watching uh, each time that he's driving from, from location to location or flying from, from uh, NBA arena to NBA arena, getting into the cities, documenting his approach, so on and so forth. Now, these types of journeys are interesting to people because, A, it's consistent, Anything that we see time over time, we begin to develop a rapport with. Think about it. You hear that song on the radio or it comes up on your Discover Weekly and Spotify and you hear it the first time and you're like, yeah, I kind of like that song, right? And then over time, as you hear it and maybe you hear it more and more, it gets recommended to you by friends. Over time, psychologically, you begin to fall in love with that song. Okay, same comes for a hero who's taking you on a journey, right? If they're consistently placing it in front of you and telling a story around it and reminding you day after day, and you get to see this story build, of course, you're going to fall in love with it and care about it more at the end of it than you are at the beginning. Nobody's standing for an applause when you begin. Okay, so remember, you have to be consistent when it comes to your journey marketing. Key number one. Number two, you have to be authentic. You got to be able to share the highs and the lows of the process. Right now, when I turn to David DeLooper and looking at his you know, process of 30 NBA jumbotrons in 30 days, I'm seeing the highs and the lows. Man, he's fatigued. He, he's tired. He's sharing that with you. Now, he gets amped and, he, and, he, and he's you know, having a great time when he's on the jumbotron, but you know, he's also documenting the fact that he's got to go find a costume and he's got to you know, spend the money to travel and, and uh, he's taking time away from, from his friends and his family and so on and so forth. So he's sharing the highs and the lows. When you watch a movie, you see the hero go through a struggle uh, with an arch nemesis and you see them overcome and win in some certain instances and then you see them lose in some certain instances. It is the process of every movie. You start by learning the hero. You understand what the hero wants. You watch him begin to go into the cave, so to speak, or go on the journey of it and they you, you watch them go through highs. You watch them go through lows. Along the way, you fall in love with that character and you really want them to end and at the end, guess what happens? They 
more than often receive what it is that they were looking to uh, to do. But along that way, you're seeing the authentic moments. You're seeing the highs and the lows makes you care. Guys, you've got to be authentic. You've got to share the highs, the lows. If you're not feeling great, you've got to expose that. If you're feeling amazing, You've got to be able to expose it. People want to to connect to you, right? It's that heart market. They want to connect to your true spirit and uh, and fall in love with who you truly are, no matter if you're good, great, terrible, indifferent, right? Next thing, you got to choose. Are you going to be educational or, or are you going to entertain? All right. I think there is a balance there. You could have uh, both, but I think what you, what your pure essence has to be either for educational or entertainment. Now, let me give you an example. Mike Posner, when he had this spiritual awakening after six billion streams on Spotify with his song, I took a pill in Ibiza, all of a sudden he, he, he tragically loses his father to cancer. And he goes through this spiritual awakening, this existential angst of like, what does it all mean? Why am I here? And over the course of the last two years, he's come to this awareness that he doesn't want to leave his bucket list until the end of his life. He wants to knock out the things that he wants to do on his bucket list while he's still young. So he flips the paradigm and he educates people along the way that you have to live every day, that you can't put the things that you want to the end of your life. Now, this is an educational uh, component because he wants to wake people up to that fact that they might be pushing the things that they really want to do and not truly living in the moment until the end of their lives, right? Where they really don't have the physique and the ability to do the things that they actually want to do. And along the way, he's taking you on the process. Now, this I would say is more educational than it is entertainment. Now you like showing up because if you saw what Mike Posner was doing, he was like, you know, showing up into cities and, and playing random songs and walking 20 miles a day. And, you know, at one point he got bit by a rattlesnake uh, and had to get airlifted to a hospital. I mean, it was entertaining, but the entire essence of it was to educate people. Okay. So I think you have to make a decision when it comes to entertainment. Now, David DeLooper in 30 for 30 on this uh, Jumbotron journey, this is an entertainment play. You're not learning anything from him. Maybe you're learning what each, the inside of each stadium looks like, but he's not teaching you and enlightening you on any concept that's going to help you in your life. This is completely entertainment based and you want to watch this guy go and, and succeed because it's in the moment. This flash, flash in the pan journey is entertaining for you. Now, last piece, you've got to be passionate. If you're doing it just for the sake uh, of the likes, if you're just doing it for the sakes of the gram and the notoriety, uh, people are going are gonna to find you out quickly and the internet is ruthless. It's one thing you do not want to do, all right? So you've got to be passionate and energetic for it. You got to treat it like a movie, uh, authentically share uh, all pieces, all sides of your journey along the way, using stories. Um, when people begin to start to figure out who you are and land into your, your social, you want to connect with people, right? These people are watching your journey. They're coming to check you out. These are real humans using the DM. Every new individual that begins to start to follow you, reach out, shoot them, a, shoot them an emoji, all right? Or shoot them a, an audio text. Begin to build a rapport with these people because they are your audience members who at the end are going to be applauding you. Now, what I've seen really interesting is the PR play that comes off of these journey marketings. When 
individuals who become super fans of what it is you're doing start to get wind of what it is you're doing and they begin to watch you. They start to become your ambassadors and want to help. Now, what I've seen are PR and marketing explosions off these journey marketings. I've seen Reddit go nuts. Reddit is, uh, on January 2nd, they posted about David DeLooper's 30 for 30 uh, Jumbotron push. And next thing you know, it's on Bleacher Reports. It's on Forbes. It's on all sorts of blogs, different forums. It has been posted and reshared all over social media and some big handles like Bleacher Report. This is where PR can begin to start a fire around your journey. And this is where it blasts you into massive discovery. So I want you to think about kind of how you want to position yourself with your super fans. You can't be the individual that goes on a journey and only has a one-way conversation with your audience where it's just you creating the content and never engaging. You're going to fail. In order for you to build these super fans, you have to engage. You have to step forward and connect. You got to let them know that you care that they're there for your journey. Now, may seem like a lot. You may feel a little bit overwhelmed about a journey. You might be thinking, Wes, like, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I, I got to work. Like, I, I can't take 30 days off to go to 30 different cities. I don't have a savings account just like that. Look, guys, you could go as big or as small as you want to. All right. You could document the process of you trying to gain or lose 10 pounds. You could document the process just like me, trying to force yourself to do 30 podcasts in 30 days. We're trying to stay disciplined to raising a thousand podcast reviews over 60 days, just like I'm doing. It could be very small, right? Or it could be large, like biking or walking across America or 30 jumbotrons in 30 days. It does not have to be huge, but what you have to be is committed to documenting the entire, uh, the entire experience. Now, last thing I will say, if you need some sort of way to frame how, and how long and how you're going to do these journeys, let me give you a, a quick little tip. Just go by the four seasons of the year. Break a journey down from winter. What's life going to look like in the winter? Your lifestyle is going to be different in the winter than maybe in the spring. What do I want to do over the the course of Q1 and winter? Okay. We break down our businesses from Q1 to Q4. Why don't we break down our our journeys and our social media marketing uh, seasons for our businesses uh, just like we do for our, just what we do in our quarters for business, right? So how am I going to live in winter? What am I doing? What journey am I taking people on in winter? And then as it, as my lifestyle shifts and changes in spring and the sun comes out, starts to warm up, how's my life going to change then? What's the journey I want to take people on then? And then into summer and then again into fall. And how can you link those together so it all is taking you towards your bigger long-term vision and goal? So sit down today, write down winter and really begin to build your lifestyle around it. Think about, hey, if I can create what I want to create for winter and what I want my lifestyle to look like and the things that I want to do, what do I want to do? And give yourself those uh, that, that three-month window that little three-month window, 90 days, and go after something. Or maybe you want to bring winter and spring together and have a six-month push, okay? You understand what I'm saying? Start simple. Break it down by the seasons. Imagine what you want your life to be like in those times of the year, and then decide what journey are you going to 
accomplish and what journey are you going to take people on? What movie are you going to create in the winter, spring, summer, and fall? That will help you break it down and, uh, and start with the end in mind and reverse engineer it. All right. So journey marketing, one of the most powerful ways to get your business, your brand, your mission, your message heard, shared, supported, cared about for, uh, for years to come. Okay. People care about people that they see go through something, document the highs and the lows, open up about it and continue along the way to connect with others. Now, quick little life hack. You don't have to just share on social. All right. I would love to see individuals opening up their regular camera on their phones, documenting some behind the scenes stuff and then saving it and favoring it in their, uh, in their photos so they can refer back to it. Imagine that you're going to have a highlight, highlight video made of that journey and you're going to need to document things for B roll moments when you were, you know, if you're trying to lose weight moments, when you were larger moments that were hard, if you're, you know, quitting your job, the moments where you're walking out with your bags or clearing your office or having a hard conversation with your partner about it. Just think about it, you know, behind the scenes with, um, you know, 30 jumbotrons in 30 days, going in the car, talking about what they're learning, identifying what, what, uh, different, I don't know, uh, you know, costumes they're going to wear. Those are the moments that people are going to want to see once the journey is finished and they can look back on it. So you're going to want to treat your life in those times as if it is a movie and you're going to want to document things and save it and hold on to it with the end in mind. All right. So uh, journey marketing, one of the most powerful ways for you to continue to build an audience, for you to continue to cut through the noise of one and a half billion users on Instagram, two and a half billion users on Facebook. There's a lot of noise there, but in order to, to get people to care, you got to have a high shareability index and you have to be super, super consistent with connecting to your audience in an authentic way. I hope this helps. Journey marketing is something that I'm continuing to, to implement into my business, into my journey, into my life, and I'm going to continue to go bigger and bigger, starting with 30 podcasts for 30 days, starting with a 1,000 reviews in 60 days, and then moving bigger and bigger from there as my business grows, as the people that are uh, connected to my mission and my story grow along the way. And I want to see how your stories are going to begin to unfold. I want to see how this podcast might have shifted your paradigm and the way you approach and how you uh, have been affected by this ideology. I mean, I know how uh, how it hit me in the jaw like a knockout punch when I started to see it implemented in all of its uh, glory. So connect with me, hit me on IG, let me know what you thought. If you love this episode, I would love to see you take a quick screenshot, share it on your story on IG, tag me, make sure uh, I can get eyes on it so I can share it as well as uh, if you know someone who would love this or you know a personal brand or a solopreneur or someone who really uh, could use these journey marketing tactics and techniques give it a share to them. Make sure you tag them or share it directly into uh, their text box. All right. That's, this is the way we grow as well as if you could, and if you haven't, the best gift you could ever give me guys would just to be to take 30 seconds to scroll into the show notes of this show, find the link for a review and leave me a review on the podcast app. I'm on my way to a thousand reviews 
Right now I'm at 192, so I'm almost 20% of my goal. Uh, and the goal with that is to continue to reach more and more people. If we hit the, the trending page on podcasts, we begin to uh, be discovered by new individuals in the entrepreneurship and motivation and mindset genres, people that need the message, people, more individuals like us. We can reach, inspire, educate, and empower those people to continue to create space for their dreams, to go chase their dreams and creating that space for their dreams to become a reality in their lives. So please take that 30 seconds, hit me up with a review, uh, and I'd love to connect with you guys on IG. All right, keep going. Dropping bombs, atomic dog. I can never chase the cat. Keep 